When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with my man, CB Gold. I'm back, people. Hide your fighters. Hide your fighters. He will stalk them. Uh, as well as my man, Andrew Montanez, the squid. Uh, we are here at Pluto TV. Yeah. I want to thank our sponsor, Speedweed. Listen, people, when you find yourself in need, trust in Speedweed.com for overnight delivery to over 1,088 cities across California. Find everything you need with one quick stop. Flowers, edibles, concentrate, topicals, vapes, and more. Sign up and use the code ROASTED for $10 off orders over $100 at speedweed.com. I'm telling you, they, I, I, did, I, uh, I, I heard that uh, the, uh, the CBD, um, they have mints now. You can have like CBD mints, which is uh, pretty damn awesome. It's got you know, all kinds. They've got great marijuana, but also great CBD stuff, which helps me. I just started doing Krav Maga, and uh, I love it. But my, my body's sore, and that CBD oil works. Also, Blue Apron the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. And their mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. And they achieved this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. Blue Apron has established itself partnerships with over 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranches across the U.S. And as a result, their seafood is sourced sustainably under standards developed in partnership with the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch. Cooking together builds strong family bonds. I know me and my wife cook. Do you and your girl cook? Uh, I don't know how to cook. Awesome, CB. Well, check it out. Blue Apron is so easy to cook. You order it, and even a guy like you who's got some issues will be able to, uh, to, to cook some, some great food. So uh, check it out. It's affordable. they got variety, flexible, easy, and guaranteed. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping at blueapron.com slash MMA roast. You'll love how good it feels, how good it tastes. Build to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. Don't wait. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. So, uh, everything is good. Happy Thanksgiving. Hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, I went home. I didn't go home. I went to Breeze uh, in, uh, in Fresno, uh, which was fun. And we, we brought the dog. We're like, this is going to be a great Thanksgiving. You know, uh, she has a little dog. And my dog actually, she, her dog likes sniffing my dog's butt and falling around. My dog is just kind of like, whatever, you know, typical crazy northern cow chick. But uh, he, she, my dog was sleeping with us. And then in the morning, I wake up, and there's poop all over the floor, all over to my right. And we're, like, in her mom's house, in her grandparents' house, on the bed. And then I'm, now it's like an island surrounded by poop. And I'm like, great. This is exactly what I want to do on Thanksgiving morning. So then I had to clean it up. We go, we go outside. He poops more and more and more. But this time he's shaking. He's, he's kind of really slow, lethargic. He's, he's, you know, doing the hyperventilating. And uh, then he pooped blood. And that's where, like, okay... We have to go to the emergency room. Take him. To, this is our Thanksgiving in the Fresno Animal ER, uh, and uh, turns out after seven hundred and fifty dollars worth of stuff, he has stress. Uh, uh, stress. Stress. That's, that's 
Yeah, and now I have stress too. I was I have, gonna say. Yeah, seven hundred fifty dollars <laughs> later, that, that my thought yes, stress, and not only that. So he gets you know his ass fingered, uh, you know, with the with the doctor, which you know is not the way you want to spend Thanksgiving. I mean, maybe you or Greg Wilson or other people, but but not not me. Uh, but the dog. So then afterwards, he runs out. And I'm wearing a white T-shirt, and he jumps on my shirt, and he's like, oh, uh, Daddy. And I look down, this shit all over my shirt. So my, my jeans, I had to go home and change. So that was my Thanksgiving. But uh, hey, look, my dog's okay. Could have been a lot worse. That's all that matters. That, you know, whatever, right? So that was that. Then I, I, I went home. I had a show Friday night at the Laugh Factory in Hollywood, which was awesome. I heard you killed it, man. I, I had a great set, and it was, uh, I saw, uh, what's the name, came to the show? Um, Heather Joe Clark came with uh, David Mitchell. Uh, I don't know if they're an item or what. but David Mitchell. Yes. So t- together they, they came to the show. And uh, I, I was hosting. And I don't mind hosting. There's an art in hosting. A lot of people don't like hosting. I like it because, you, you know, you do 15 minutes up front or 20 minutes up front. Then you bring everybody up. But my job is if somebody bombs hard to bring the crowd up instantly. Also, if somebody kills too hard, let's say just crowd work, I gotta get the crowd back into joke mode. Or if someone's too dirty, I have to go clean it up and be funny. My job is to set up the, the every comic well. And uh, so that was cool. And then Friday night, I came back and watched the fights. Started at 12.30, which I got to give you guys in England credit. All you guys are like, welcome to my world, blah, blah, blah. I don't know how you guys do it. Because this thing started at 12.30 at night. Didn't get over till 7 in the morning. I stayed awake the whole time. Really? Uh, I watched the entire thing. Yeah, I went, I went to bed right after Bisping got KO. Oh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, 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 I don't get me wrong. It's like to me, it's like getting a hand job. Like not five. not my first choice, but I'll take it. I, I've never turned down a hand job. Uh, so I, I mean, uh, you know, obviously the hand jobs are better than others. You know, more spit and lube. But at the same time, it was uh, twelve thirty at night. It was just so I, I did watch the first half. I woke up, but then I, I then I couldn't get on Twitter. Instagram. I mean, even my ways tells me who's fucking won at this point. Like, it's like make a right, just like the uh, make, make a left, just like the left of Gustafsson knocked out. I'm like, really, fucking ways? I mean, there's nothing I can do to escape hearing the results, which sucks. Like, I, I've had friends that I've not talked to for weeks because they're like, Yo, did you see? Even my little brother is like, Oh man, that fight was crazy. I can't. I go stop. I go la 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 la. I go do not tell me what happened, and then I can kind of figure out what happened by his. Even him saying that fight was crazy, I could think of, oh, who was, who, who was a knockout artist? Who probably won? You know, like, for the, so that was that. Uh, we're we're going to get into all that. Uh, but first, I'm going to get into, like, my week. Then Saturday, I had a show um, at this, I didn't know, my friends, like, I, I, sometimes I don't, I don't read the descriptions of the shows when I just say <laughs> yes to them. So I drove out to Pomona thinking I was just doing a regular show or a Christmas party. It's a Narcotics Anonymous convention. Right? And I have T-shirts to sell that say, don't smoke pot and drive, it will ruin your high. So I'm like, not those shirts that you want to sell at an NA convention. Um, but they were super nice. It was all Latinos, mostly Latinos. Uh, and uh, it was, uh, they, they're, they're always like, it was funny because the same couple that was there Friday night, there was a black couple there Friday night at the Laugh Factory. And I, I, I like, made fun of them. And then an hour in Pomona, they were at that convention. I was like, and I made fun of them again, uh, this time in like a longer set. So, so th- th- that, w- that was cool. So you got new stalkers now. I got new stalkers. And then, uh, and then after that, I went to um, Saturday night after, no, after the convention, I went home. Saturday night, I did a show at the, uh, there's this like kind of elite place they have. Uh, it's called um, it's the Soho House. You have to be a member. So now, that, now that they, they, they do comedy there. And it's all these like entertainment people, all these chicks, super hot chicks. And the comic before me goes up there. 
and he's working out a bit about sexual harassment. He's like, ladies, you know, I think this is kind of your fault too. Uh, don't be wearing these little dresses and then getting mad. So then they all hated him. Like th- I had to dig myself out of that hole. Uh, but it was, it was too soon. Yeah, it was too soon. Very much too soon. It was funny though. I was just like, you gotta be kidding me. And, um, but then, uh, and then wrestling. So I started coaching wrestling, uh, yesterday was our first. So it's pretty funny. So the first, you know, a lot of kids, they, I always keep the door open in the wrestling room. So kids walk by and be like, Oh, what's going on? Maybe they'll join the team. That's happened over the years. So th- this kid, you're the new Chris Wadman. So this kid comes in, right? Yeah, you're the next kid, right? This kid uh, comes in and he's like, uh, "Hey, um, I'm like, hey, you want to join the team?" He's like, "I don't know. Uh, do you guys teach the RKO?" <laughs> I was like, no. "Send them to my house." I'm like, "That's not. That, that's perfect. That's yeah. exactly what I wanted to hear." What, what, what is, is the, the RKO? What is the RKO? The RKO is it's basically a cutter. It's Randy Orton's finisher when he grabs you. By the back of your neck, face first, and slams you into the canvas. Yeah, okay, kind of like a stunner. Yeah, Similar yeah. Or if you've seen like the videos of the gifts, RKO out of nowhere. Mm. Yeah, it's, yeah, so it's the, pretty funny. So the kid wanted to know if I was teaching that in the wrestling class. I'm like, no, it's not that kind of wrestling. You look very disappointed. There's a similar move you can do as like a reversal. I, f- I find, but yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. got to tell him yes. So my, then, my favorite <laughs> of it was watching your videos from coaching this week. Yeah, and seeing you trying to teach one move, and one kid's on the like. The monkey bars just like spinning around. Oh yeah, those kids, other kids are dancing in the background. Like, it's so ridiculous. There's only one kid paying attention, and he's doing the movements while he's not even uh, partnered up. Yeah. Meanwhile, so yesterday, right? So um, we, we start practice. Team's looking good. Got a bunch of new kids, and the athletic director's like, "Hey, this kid wants to join the team, and uh, he's from Russia." And the kid's like, "Right from Russia." Like, I was like, oh, "I was like, how much do you weigh?" He's like, "60 kilograms." I'm like, "Perfect, right?" Like, he doesn't even say pounds. And and, and the do you director, know how much 60 kilograms? Is? I have no idea. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> One, neither. 130 or something. 130. Yeah. yeah. The athletic director says, says to me, he says, uh, "Yeah, his father was a Russian national champion, and his grandfather was a Russian national champion." And the kid doesn't look like. I mean, he's, uh, you wouldn't be like, "Oh, that kid's gonna be a good wrestler," right? So, but he's like, you know, he's a Seventh grader, so I throw him. His name Kabi. I threw him in there. He was murdering my team. Like I'm like, yes, thank you, uh, Russian gods, for sending this kid over. Uh, But it's a different kind of wrestling. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. It's a lot slower, but uh, it's like when he, but when he grabs your leg, you know he. He's not letting go of that leg. He yeah. has my wrestling coach in college. Uh, his name was Vugar Rujov. He was like Vogar Rujov. He was like a Russian national champ. He had two kids that were like the most innocent-looking kids. They went on to be three and four, t- uh, both three-time state champs in New York. I think. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting ke- coaching this kid because I don't want to screw up what he's do already doing because he's doing stuff already well. It's just not necessarily how I teach it. Even like even his single, like I always teach it head on the inside single when you finish. His head's on the outside when he finishes. But he was super nice, super great. I'm like, you got it. So I asked the athletic director. I'm like, where did you find this kid? He goes, there was a bully in class that was like picking on him. And then he's like, hey, I don't speak English. I, I don't. And the guy kept making fun of him. And the kid took a swing at him. And uh, he ducked, hit him with a double leg, and just started ground and pounding that kid. And he's like, you're on the wrestling team. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> you so, should do the Alistair Overeem approach then. Have him bring in his own coaches, work on the side. And then when it comes time for the tournament, I, speaking of which, is that judo chick still part of, an, of the other school? No, the no, 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 no. Damn it. it. Yeah, no, she, thank God she's in high school. But, uh, but this kid's our secret weapon. I, I, like, I love this kid, so I'm super happy about that. Uh, and then last night I had, I had a show, and it was like literally two 
bigger black woman in the crowd that was like the crowd but they were laughing at everything one had green hair and they were like i'm like so i'm like have you, have you ever dated a white guy They're like nah man They're like white guys don't like girls like me i'm thick and i was like no that's okay she's like no i'm big i'm like well that's uh, normally bigger girls have tighter vaginas right because and then she's like that's true it was like they were it was the funniest thing and then i asked them if they're on tinder like no we're on soul swipe have you heard of this it's no. like it's like tinder for black people it's called Soul Swipe. So Black People Meet now has an app? Yeah, it's called, yeah. And Soul, but I'm like, they said anyone with soul could be on it. You don't have to have to be black to be on it. But uh, so I was like, when you make, when you swipe right, it goes, oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. And like left, like, I, like, like you good. Well, that's my baby dad, or whatever it is. So anyway, so that was, uh, that was funny. And uh, yes, yeah, so that was it. Uh, tomorrow I'm going to see Guns N' Roses. Nice. The second time. Like, super excited about that. I saw them. Uh, when it was just Axel on the new band and they were so good that me and my ex-girlfriend broke up before the concert and got back together by the end of the concert. That's how good <laughs> Guns... I mean, at that point we were breaking up every, every other day. Uh, but it was, it was hard because like, she, we were living together. I don't know if you ever lived with someone but hard, breaking up with someone when you live with is a fucking process. I'm aware. You can't just get them out of there. And she would do things like I'd be like, alright, it's not working so you have to leave tomorrow. You're out, you know? And then she'd be like, okay. And then I'd come home in the morning and they'd be like, from work or whatever, and there'd be lasagna. And then she'd be like, listen, before I leave, can I just give you a blowjob? And I'm like, all right. And then like halfway through, I'm like, you can stay. (laughs) But after the ninth time of this happening, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to come and you can go. Yeah, exactly. But we used to get in the worst fights. One time, because she would drink. And uh, like we would break up when she was drunk, and then I would be, in the morning I wouldn't even know if she remembered it. I'd have to break up with her again when she was sober. I remember one time we were in Canada, and I was like, "You're not drinking, right?" No, no, no. And then the waitstaff gets her drunk while I'm on stage. So then I get nice. off, I get off, and she's like, "I can't believe you said you were single." I'm like, "It was in my act or whatever it was." And then we go back to the comedy condo, and she's like, "I'm walking home." I'm like, "Leave, go. We're in Canada. Right? How far? Yeah, how far is home?" So she she leaves, right? I'm just like, "You gotta be kidding me." Ten minutes later, I get a knock on the door. You were gonna let me freeze. I'm like, <laughs> It was just constant shit. We were on a cruise ship. She got banned from drinking on the cruise ship. You know how fucking fucked up you have to be to get banned from? Yes. And, and you're dating the guy who works on the cruise ship. Like, they, he, tried to, he tried to use her card. It was an X. It was like an X on her card. And then she's like, I'm leaving the island. I'm like, I'm going to helicopter off. I'm like, go ahead. Like, if you can find a helipad, we'll, yeah. we'll handle this. So anyway, I'm in a much better relationship. And I started taking Krav Maga. Which I like. You're really I, embracing your Judaism. What happened was I went to at that Scott Bayo thing. It was like they were auctioning off like six months of Kabaga for like two hundred bucks. So I was like, I'll take it. You know, well actually my wife got it for me, and I uh, I like it. It is a little funny. Like like they have they were teaching this one thing where if a guy attacks you with a knife and they give you like a plastic knife and they go you know what to do and you're supposed to kind of raise your right arm and then hit the guy in his kind of right here in his wrist and make him drop it and uh which all sounds good and well but uh they were like well make sure uh you know if they just want your wallet just give them your wallet uh but you know if they're attacking your family and your, and your you know they're kind of because now everyone, why are there conditions to this martial art yeah and now i'm like waiting for someone to fucking get attacked with like a knife i'm like i'm like I'm, I'm prepared or they teach you how to fight if you're in starbucks so like you're online and a guy comes to the side of you like what to do and it, like a lot of this stuff does I mean a lot of just punching combos and stuff that you could use for MMA obviously and like back up back fists and back elbows and cool stuff 
But is I'm like class to prepare for Black Friday. But I've never. The thing is, I've never been in Starbucks and had anyone ever try to attack me. You know, just elevators. Yeah, just elevators, right? Which, right. Uh, so that was that was cool, uh, and uh, I like it though. I I like it. Uh, and then uh, what else can we talk about? Uh, how's what's going on with you? What's going on with you, CB? Just been busy with the shop. Things are going really, really well. Um, <coughs> we had a third, third prospective artist, and then he was super weird and. He was doing a lot of meth and stuff, so uh, we really didn't want him around. But um, Alan Jobon's wife came in yeah, her, uh, yeah, last said. week to get tattooed. That was pretty awesome. Nice. And I've just been traveling, spent Thanksgiving up in Mammoth with the family. But it was supposed to be winter, and it's like 60 degrees during the day. There's no snow, and I'm just, I don't know. It was really weird. But um, no, things are good, and I, I don't know if we've spoke about it, but I attribute this to you. I read on uh, Eater L.A., that the number one dive bar in L.A. is the Dime. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I think that is all contributory to Mr. Uh, Adam Hunter bringing in the best comedy and the best comedians. I'm sure it helps, but that's awesome. I I Dime every Monday and Tuesday. Uh, So let's talk about there's a rumor that Conor McGregor, your hero, got into a bar fight in Ireland. Uh, and, was it with Mark Goddard? And I guess he knocked, some, I guess he knocked out a, uh, a guy his age and then knocked out a, a parent. And the parent was supposedly this like mob boss in Ireland and some kind of, I don't know what to believe. It sounds like a, a Guy Ritchie film, okay? But the thing is, I do know that McGregor is wasting his potential right now. The guy is in his prime. Do not fight Oscar De La Hoya, okay? Manny Pacquiao called him over Thanksgiving. Don't call Pacquiao. Don't fight. You're, you're not going to beat Pacquiao. I think he might beat De La Hoya. I was going to say, he could beat De La Hoya. Maybe. Maybe you don't think he'll beat Pacquiao. He's not going to beat Manny. No, come on. We've we've seen Pacquiao spar. I mean, even the worst. He's older. So what? He's older. He doesn't have a great chance. He's still. He's going to beat Conor McGregor, and and the top thirty boxers in the world at that weight class will beat Conor McGregor. Okay, and Andre Berto will beat McGregor in a boxing match. That would be a good fight. But. Let's in, just get the Malignaggi fight. Malignaggi will beat him in a boxing match. No, he won't. Yes, he will. In a boxing match. A uh, full camp Malignaggi will beat him. However, in an MMA fight, that's uh, what we care about. There's Tony Ferguson. There's Khabib. There's other guys in that. There's, you're the champ at 45. A full camp Malignaggi yeah. does not beat Conor McGregor. Yes, he does. I don't think so. Uh, come on. Have you, did you see Malignaggi's last fights when he was ending his career? He, yeah, was, he was not, not He was sharp. fighting Errol Spence and he was Sean not, Porter. That's, he was uh, two not other that guys sharp. that were fucking... Annihilate Conor I, McGregor. I think he's he's undersized against Conor. I don't know. Who knows? But the point is, I don't want to see it. I don't want to find out. I don't care. And McGregor, what are you doing? You're jumping into the Bellator cage. You're slapping refs. You're getting into bar fights. This has. You're gonna end up in jail. You don't think that they wouldn't. Some cop wouldn't want or to. Worse, if he really is mafia. I don't think somebody wouldn't want to make a name for himself by putting you behind bars. And that would 100 percent happen. And don't be like. I don't want to see John Jones and McGregor ineligible to fight. Because those are the two of the three best fighters in the UFC right now, if not the two best fighters in the UFC. It was number three. Uh, Demetrius oh, DJ, Johnson, yeah. DJ. And then I, you could, yeah, I mean, maybe that, those two, uh, those three. Anyway, what else happened over uh, the weekend? Ben Askren uh, supposedly retired um, and then called out GSP. <laughs> yeah, but retired except for one possibility. Ben Askren's another guy who we will never know how good he could have been. Uh, he's... I think people underestimate Ben Askren. It's not just his wrestling, his 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 brain power. There, there's he is such a smart fighter, and that's the thing about wrestling, Askren. He will find a way to win. Usually, uh, he just he's that guy. That's what Tyron Woodley said. Like you can't, you could never bet against Askren. I think Askren GSP. I would pick Askren. 
Uh, I think that maybe on paper, obviously, you got to give the striking advantage to GSP, even the grappling advantage, although Askren, I think, is a black belt or brown belt at this point. Uh, wrestling, 100%, you have to give it to Askren, although it's close. Uh, in MMA wrestling, GSP has the best double. It's a thing of beauty. Um, but in a, Askren does not get tired. In a five-round fight, I would say Askren, I think, beats GSP. I know and people do are going to fight at 185. If, yeah. it, if it were to happen, since they've both moved up now. Right. Uh, who do you think wins that fight? Askren and GSP? Yeah. I, I got GSP on that one. Most people would pick GSP, and I understand why. I think, well, I think Askren. Askren has a great chance, though. I don't think it's a... It's no, it's no easy fight. You're also a guy who's taken virtually no damage in his career, except he got, like, dropped by Jay Haran, and then that one fight he went up against that guy who was, like, completely juiced out of his mind. Who yeah. Almost, that one fight, you know what I'm talking about, the overall there. Oh, the a guy fighting uh, in 1FC? Yeah, the guy, he ended up, like... Is like, that the one that ended in, like, a no contest or whatever? It was, like, an eye poked, and then Askren had a takedown. It was, yeah. like, some, something weird happened. But anyway, Ben Askren... Uh, you got to give him credit, though. He did it his way. Uh, yeah, the, the purists will say he never fought the best, and they're right. But look, me personally, if I can work a comedy club, okay, let's say, let's say the Laugh Factory is the best club or the comedy store or you know, whatever, and they're giving me $20, right? And I go to Uncle you know, Clyde's Chuckle Hut down the corner, and they're giving me a million dollars. I'm going to take the million dollars. Yeah. And that's what Askren did. They were giving him $100,000 to start off with at 1FC. Dana White and them were not doing that. Did you see the car he got, by the way? They probably would have given him 30 and 30 to start, uh, or 40 and 40 did at he, the most. Did he actually get that car, or is that, was that just uh, I don't know. It I don't like think he got it. I don't think he got the did, car. Oh, I thought it was a it was, gift. It was, it was so. all like, it seemed like a gift like the day after and stuff. It was a white Lamborghini, right? It was orange. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. It wasn't the car. But I got to give Askren credit, and you know, I, I don't think he's going to retire. I think he'll be back. <coughs> I know that the ultimate fighter this year now is looking for undefeated fighters, uh, which which doesn't make any sense because it's just an open call for undefeated fighters. So what? Everyone's going to be at different weight classes. Uh, well, no, it's it's either they're going to do the auditions and the tryouts. It'll be one forty five, fifty five, and seventies, and then once they figure out who they want for the cast and the majority of the people that could make a show. They're going to go ahead and pick, I guess, either one or two. But you have to be between, I think, 21 and 35. And you have to be at least 3-0. and You can't walk in at like 1-0 like yeah. Corey Hill did, where he, hadn't, he didn't have any fights and then he lied about them. And so it's, it's weird. I mean, it's going to be a lot of uh, egos in the house. And then when a guy loses, even though it's an exhibition on the show, it's going to turn into a war. I think it'll be entertaining, but... I think they're stretching with this. I don't know. I'll tell you. I caught up with the 125 girls, and I, I loved it. I, I actually, think it's a great season. I, it's a great season. Uh, I hope Roxanne Modifier wins the whole thing. I like Roxy. She's super cool, and you got to give a girl. That's the comeback of the decade. I mean, this girl lost six fights in a row, and she was getting fucking smacked around. In fact, that one fight with Raquel Pennington, you almost felt like, Roxy, it's time to hang it up. Throwing the towel. It's been a good career. The sport has evolved around you. Now she goes to John Wood. She goes to uh, Syndicate. And it's a whole different fighter. And for her to be the number one seed and to stop three people in a row or two people in a row, good for you. Uh, I am feeling it. I'm totally feeling it. Uh, I like Roxy. I like the whole – look, I happen to know Lauren Murphy, and she's a super cool, sweet, fun girl. I just think that that loss really fucked her up. Um, yeah. Because if you look at how she was acting before and after, and her and Eddie Alvarez, which I would think would get along well because they're both kind of nice, cool people who've come from a really rough past. 
And uh, they're both, do, you know, kind of, but it happens. And uh, I, I like the season. I, I think Lauren was wrong in that last episode. If you saw it of her going to the sauna and using the bike while the other girl was trying to cut weight. Yeah. I, that was wrong. Get off the bike. Do you, do you also, and, and I, I think he's been a little tough, but do you think Eddie is a little bit tough on some of his fighters during the season? And I like it. I just but. think Eddie is just a, a Philly guy. Uh, and he's just an Italian, tough-nosed Philly guy. And when you're dealing with, you know, 25 girls in a house and egos and, you know, former champs and new champs, it, it's hard. It's got to be tough. I don't think Eddie's used to coaching girls and coaching as many girls. And, you know, I don't think he's even a coach. He's sort of yeah. like just he's sort of a guy who's been coached. But I do think he was rough on her that one time when he was like, but then she was sort of, I didn't like the fact that she stole the, the, the bike from that girl. That was kind of wrong. Uh, I was surprised that, what's her name lost? Barbara Honchak? Uh, uh, yeah. They were calling her the favorite. And, has she been um, out, what, four years? Yeah, I don't, even, I don't get that either. How do you become 40? a champion and then take three years off? It almost feels like you do. That's just. Well, she got. If I don't. If I remember correctly, she got stripped of her title on Invicta. They were tired of waiting for her. She just didn't want to fight. I'll tell you who looked hot as shit. Uh, Rachel Ostevich. Oh my god, <laughs> Rachel Ostevich has a body and a half. Uh, smoking hot, cool. Her dad's a rapper, so I know she's religious. So, but she, damn. Uh, her. She knew, she knew what she was doing on the on the show. Oh yeah, but she did. She fought well though. She was tough. Very tough. Well, we've uh, seen her fight. She's, She's a tough chick. She, she fought better in the show than she has in Invicta. Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, now, uh, let's talk about, a little bit about the Bisbing fight. Everybody now is saying, hey, you know, Bisbing never should have lost a lot of fight. Look, hindsight's twenty twenty, And Bisbing has had the most fights in the history of the UFC, along, I think, with GSP. You've got to give him the benefit of the doubt. If he says, I'm ready, I can do it, I think that <coughs> Kelvin Gastelum, I thought, was a safe enough opponent for him to go into a short notice fight. Obviously, I was wrong, and most people were wrong. But you look at a Gelvin Gastelum, I'm still not convinced should be at that weight class. At 170, his only losses were to Tyron Woodley, where he was in the hospital 12 hours before, which was a very contested loss, and Neil Magny, which he was destroying Neil Magny that was those, those last two rounds. So he's really undefeated at 170. At 85, I think when he gets to the Robert Whitakers, uh, the Chris Weidman, the Yoel Romero's, the Luke Rockhold. Those guys are just too big. Does he have a puncher's chance? Obviously. He got hits like a fuck. I mean, he knocked uh, down Chris Weidman, almost stopped him, knocked out Bisbing. Now, that all being said, this last fight for Bisbing, they have to give him, I think, Rashad Evans would be a good fight. Did you hear the fight uh, of, of their campaigning? Their campaigning uh, Vitor Belfort would be good. Who are they campaigning for? Mosfidal wants it. Because of the altercation in uh, do it. New York. Yeah, that's Mosfidal a good fight. That's a good fight. He's not going mean, to get knocked out. At least no. he may lose a decision. But if not... you lose, though, you lose to a, technically a 155er and you're in a 185. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty big fall. He's a, he's a 70 pounder, though. Yeah. He always struggled to make 55. But he wants it in London, and that's what makes me nervous because every time he's in England and it goes to decision, Bisping gets the nod. But. Uh, I'd like to see him go out with a victory, even though I wasn't sad watching him get knocked out by Kelvin. Uh, I was. I, that was brutal. That was brutal. I like Bisping a lot. I've gone to know him over the years, and that was rough. Uh, and I'm happy for Kelvin. Take nothing away from Kelvin. I just think also, though, this kind of sets Kelvin up for uh, him to now all of a sudden be in the top title contention talk for a guy who I do not think... I mean, you looked at him. He looked like he was ordering pizza on the way to the cage. When you looked at him versus Bisbing, you're like, Bisbing's going to win this. If you just looked at them, you're like, this guy's a foot taller, better shape, more muscular. Kelvin looks like he can 
easily make 170. And Dolce said he can make 55. He just likes to, he likes to eat. But eventually that's going to catch up to you. I a happy fighter is a good thing, you know. Something. A happy fighter? Happy fighter is the guy with the, with the hand raise. Uh, I mean, Chris Weidman versus him look like a good big guy versus a good small guy. We're forgetting that because of how good Gaston looked last week. But he looked good against Chris until he, the he, end. he landed one punch that fight. Come on, that was, it was a good punch. But let's the, not. <laughs> I mean, his arms were shorter. He was. He's five three. Like uh, I love Kelvin. He's a friend of mine. He's like five nine. He's or five, the nicest ten. guy I know, he's, and I, and I, I love him, and I'll watch and I'll support him. I just think for him to be the champion of the world, he has to be at a competitive weight class, and I just think the guys at eighty five are just too big. But didn't he have a tough time making eighty six? Didn't he need the talent? I, him versus GSP is a good fight. They're about the same size. Kelvin it's, versus GSP. Yeah, then that's like, a good fight. That's yeah, a good like fight. there's other guys around him that yeah, can make it difficult. Yeah, if we're gonna have him fight blown up one seventy pounders, that's fine. But but I think GSP. But the blown up one seventy pounder is the best one eighty five pounder in the world right now. That's Who's that? GSP. He's not the best one eighty five pounder in the world. Yes, he is. No, we, I mean he has the belt. <laughs> but is he the best? If he was, if he was gonna fight Yoel Romero, oh, Luke Rockhold, or Whitaker, who'd be the favorite? Uh, I think he's a favorite over Whitaker. I think he's the favorite over Rockhold. I, I, I think Romero's a favorite over GSP. Uh, but I who? Think, I, I don't think know. if Bobby Knuckles connects, GSP. I done. like GSP, but there's a reason we have weight classes. But I get it. He he he's an anomaly. But he I don't is. think I don't think Gaslam's GSP. Uh, I, I don't think his GSP looked ripped at 85. Yeah. Gaslam did not. No, he no, did he did not even look. He looked like he looked. Yeah, he looked like your your friend, my brother's friends from Long Island. How, okay, how do you think like, Anderson would have done with Kelvin? Because that was the original fight. I, I think I think he's shot too. I think when you get busted yeah. for steroids twice in a row, you're shot as a fight. You're you're shot mentally. And I but think be, like before Kelvin would have won that busted, fight. I think he would have knocked I think out. I think Prime Anderson. Him. Prime, yeah, but Prime Anderson was Prime what, Anderson's ten years ago. Years Prime ago. Anderson beats a Prime anybody. Yeah, but we're not talking. If this was the fight last weekend, that it I was think originally. Kelvin would have knocked him out of the too. I think Kelvin Gastelum is just uh, he's he's great. I just think that like 185 is one of the most loaded weight classes right now. But it's hard to tell a guy that's was he going to be is he ranked sixth now or Who, something? Kelvin, yeah, to move down a weight class. No, but he knows that before this before after the Weidman fight, I inter- I went to his house. Okay, which he has like, uh, I loved his house. It was awesome. I went to his house. There was a, there was a guy giving a haircut in the kitchen. Uh, there was like three guys living upstairs. Uh, there was, I don't know. They was had, one like, of them Gabe Killian? I, it, was at the, it was at the Museum of Ice Cream, actually. It's where he's living. So, so, nice. But, but I said, to, I go, are you going to make 170? He goes, yeah, that's my weight class. Now, of course, when you, you knock out the former champion of last month, you're probably, <laughs> you're probably thinking differently. But I think deep down he knows. I mean... Ah, what the fuck? I just don't think. Who knows? But whatever. Okay, so uh, now, but after that fight, Derek Brunson said Brunson versus Gastelum, book it. That would be a tough fight for Gastelum or Brunson. I mean, Brunson. If Gastelum connects on anybody, he he can knock. I you got out. Gastelum on that one against too. Brunson. Yeah, Brunson sometimes fights really stupid. I was gonna say, I but his last couple fights, he's been way smarter. If he comes out like a fucking like a train off the tracks like he did last time, just like running in barreling shots, and he does he isn't careful. Yeah, Brunson could get tagged, but I think that's a great matchup. And then Weidman tweeted out, he goes, uh, "Funny when I finished Kelvin Gastelum, he was a welterweight, but now like so." I saw that. Yeah, I mean, which he's right, he's absolutely right. But Chris, you know, is coming off. He was coming for what three fights losses in a row or two? Three, he had, I think. three in a row. I mean, he Chris needs to get. Uh, back in that mix, but the problem is this: these fights are are just 
fucking up the whole division. Because now, I mean, why isn't Rockhold the next fighter? I mean, he lost one fight to Bisbing. Mm-hmm. He beat Weidman. Why isn't he fighting Romero for the belt? Now, you, who's going to fight GSP next? Now, are we I mean, just this whole Bobby thing? Knuckles. Probably going to wait till Whitaker, I think. I would assume. Yeah, Bobby Knuckles. I mean, Chris. I mean, it. Chris Wade tweeted out last night. He said, "If the, you know, if the Houston, if the Yankees <coughs> are the middle, are the, are the mediocre team, but they sell more tickets, put them in the World Series, and that's what the UFC is doing." And I've been saying that for years, and it actually makes a lot of sense. You, you should, we got to stop doing this shit. I'll tell you who I was super impressed by uh, before we get to our guest, Tatiana Suarez. Uh, Zabit Magomed Sharipov. This guy is the next big thing. I mean, he's got to change his name to, like, Zab Mag or something. But <laughs> this dude, you talk about a complete fighter. He has everything. Uh, fucking Dagestan. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. These kids come out of the womb with cauliflower ear and ringworm. I mean, they just, there's something up with the fucking water in Dagestan. Ivan Drago. But this dude is a monster. Monster. And uh, I'm telling you, he's, he's the next big thing. Uh, obviously, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the train. I'm on the hype train. Uh, Chase Sherman, you know, Chase Sherman, the problem, look, I've been at Chase Sherman since he was in Titan, I was a fan. We had him on the podcast before that. When he fought Jeremy May, we had him on the podcast. We've, I've been a fan of his since whoever he became uh, a, a GIF master or whoever he hired to run his social media. Who's, whoever he hired is or it's him. He's brilliant. But he fights in a way where he's either going to get a knockout or get knocked out. And the problem is that he's not good enough right now in his striking to play that game because he will lose a lot of the times. UFC loves that. UFC goes, hey, we're, put that on TV. People are going to watch that. They're not going to watch the guy we talked about before that, uh, the, the wrestler we just brought up, the one who, who's boring, who got shafted before the show started. We were talking about the two brothers. And, oh, the Rochelle brothers. Yeah, the Rochelle. You know, they're going to put on Chase Sherman over Rochelle any day of the week. Oh, of course. But uh, he's got to figure out what he – because he just – if he wants to be one of the best fighters in the world, which I think he does – he can't just go rock and sock him every fight because that, that's what he does. And he either wins or he loses. And it's entertaining. But Stop doing gifts. It didn't work out so well. Yeah, it didn't work out this way. All right, so we're going to talk about uh, the fights coming up, this and that. But right now, we are going to call a girl who's 5-0, and two-time bronze medalist in freestyle wrestling. This girl, I had no idea. I watched her fights last night, and I was so impressed. Uh, hopefully, could we FaceTime her? This girl, Tatiana Suarez... Is uh, she beat cancer too? She had yes. she had she had cancer and she beat can- she's she beats everybody. She beats cancer. She beats fighters and she's uh she's hot, pretty girl. She's local. Local. I'm I'm a fan. I think she's an underrated uh, star. I think she could be the next champion. I, after while, I've, I've spent all night last night watching her fights, and I don't think she's lost a round in the UFC except for that Bobby Joe girl had her in a in an arm bar. Oh, uh, Amanda Bobby Cooper. Amanda Bobby Cooper, yeah. Who fights uh, this weekend, I think. She's fighting Magana. Yeah. We're going to talk about that fight. Um, that fight, they're going to have to, like, after the, the fight, you know, disinfect the whole octagon. And uh, who knows what's going to go on. 
No, I got I got a friend that was training with Tatiana and the Millennia guys for a while, and then he moved away. But he said even before tough, watch out for this girl. You know, she's a really tough chick, and she has a bright future. They just can't throw her in with the wolves immediately. But like, ah, she's getting up there. People, but she's she's tough, man. She's tough. You can follow her at TSP MMA one fifteen. She only has six thousand six hundred and forty six followers. We gotta get and that she up. should get a, have a, at least a million at this. I mean, I'm telling you, this girl. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I. I, I, certain people I called it first time I saw Chris Wyman fight I, yeah that's kind of obvious but he was fighting uh, the guy who does the um, uh, Tom Lawler oh uh, I was thinking you were going to say go, Jesse Bongfeld I go this dude's the next big thing and well, same you called thing. Cody Garbrandt I called a long, Cody Garbrandt, long time ago and I called uh, Caldwell Yes, you did as that well. That was also kind of easy, those but still. Those are easy ones. Those are easy, <laughs> well, those are easy ones, but Ta- Suarez has that. She has it. Uh, she has everything. I don't think, and she's strong as shit. I'm telling you, I've watched this she's girl a fight. Sweetheart. The people are sleeping on her because uh, she's she's good. Probably like to be sleeping on her. Yeah, you you she, you went last a minute with this chick, dude. She's, Thirty she's, seconds. She's got world class hips, and uh, that's what oh, you want. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, so calling you now. And she's not picking up the phone. That's how good she is. Calling you now. She got that defense. Come on. Pick up, pick up, pick up. Pick up. <clears throat> I was unavailable for FaceTime. We'll call back. But yeah, this girl's the next big thing. I'm telling you, I think that she could beat. I think she, she's got a good chance against Rose. <coughs> uh, I, think, uh, like, I think she's a better chance against Rose than Joanna. I think her and Carla Esparza would be a good fight going forward. No, but Carla's got no, a, a no different one. Fight. Two wrestlers. That'd be fun. Carla's for fighting a Cynthia Calvillo. Yeah. So depending on how that the goes, the winner of that fight would be a good fight for Tatiana. Yeah. So either Carla or Calvillo, but if it's Calvillo, you're going to ruin a prospect by putting her with Tatiana. Or with Carla. Mm, Carla's not a prospect though. Oh right. Tatiana right. and Calvillo. Carla's are a former champion of the world. I know. She's. I like Carla too. I'm calling her right now. Come on, pick up the phone. Let's go. This girl, though, uh, um, yeah, I don't think she lost a round in the UFC, except for that Bobby Joe Cooper fight. Amanda Bobby Cooper. Amanda Bobby Cooper. I like Bobby Joe better, though. Bobby Joe Cooper. I saw a, a, a thing with Bobby Joe and uh, a sparring session between her and Juliana Pena, and they were going at it. Oh, my God. It was like, uh, it was like Fight Club in that gym. Love it. Yeah. Juliana had her uh, baby shower recently. I know. Thanks for the invite, Juliana. I was going to ask, like, no, what happened to that? I don't know and what to happen to that. I Did you see my... the photos, though? Matt Hughes is looking good. He's, he's looking a little healthier. How, look... is, how is she looking? Is she pregnant? Shh. Oh, yeah. Very pregnant? Oh, yeah. She's going to be a man. She's going to be a good mom, I think. <laughs> who, <laughs> if you disobey me, I'll grab Juliana Pena? Shit of you. Nice. All right. So I'm trying to call her now. Come on. Really? All right. This is why you're not... You only have 6,000 followers, Tatiana, because you don't have to pick up the phone, okay? Because I'm trying to get you more followers. Trying to get you on me roasted here. Yeah. Anyway, so, well, all right. I was happy with the way Matt Hughes looked, though. He, he's looking a little healthier. I'm happy to see he's mobile and coherent again. Good, good. Get him in that Bellator heavyweight tournament. Yeah. Uh, see Roy McDonald once as an alternate? Are you going to put I on 100 pounds? I think he would do well. Yeah. Call me crazy, but, like, you look at, him like... And Roy Nelson? What? Yeah, there's him definitely guys in there that would destroy up. him. He, him against Roy, he, he wouldn't. He, he could move well against Roy. Like, yeah, like I think he, he could tire he could out right now. Definitely it's tire like Tom out. Tom versus Jerry. Stuff. No, I understand it, but if you look at like okay, but Fedor but or Frank Sonnen, Mir. Right? 
let's look at like okay so if you do the math ma math does not work but you look at like gsp beat uh beat bisbing right chael and bisbing were a very close fight chael's in the tournament rory and gsp fought to a very close fight so you never fought gsp all right oh okay rory fought uh who do you fight condit woodley fought condit oh woodley Okay, Condit. For Condit, who did well. This is why MMA team. math doesn't work. Okay, all right, whatever. Shut up. If you go by <laughs> MMA, MMA math yeah. and you start with Fedor as the GOAT, John Dodson is the best ever. Yeah, that's what I, I actually did that. I yeah. Did that. By the way, we're going to have Dodson on the fight. So, okay, on the, on the podcast today. John Dodson's not the best. All right, so let's talk about uh, the tough finale. I don't know who these people are. Uh, well, we got our boy Terry on the Flash Wear on there. Terry on the co-main event. Yes, Terry on the and he's fighting a good guy, o- O'Malley. Sean O'Malley, yeah. But I think that's a good fight for uh, Terry on. There's it's been just, some shit talking back and forth too. Look, O'Malley is great and he's fun, but he's very unconventional and he gets hit a lot. And a lot of the things he does, he does because he can get away with them because he's got that kind of karate style, hands low, chin out, and that works. To a point, to a point. Unless you're MVP uh, so far, and your your dad was an eighth Dan karate guy, and your mom was a karate guy, and your six brothers, and that's how you fight. Wonder boy. But even like Prince Nassim Hamed, who was doing that forever until it finally Have caught up see, to him. You see him now? Oh God, he's a big boy. Yeah, he's he's huge. But Prince Nassim Hamed was awesome. But he was doing that. He was like three years old. There's like video of him doing that same. But eventually, it catches up to you, especially in MMA. So, Isn't this also his UFC official UFC debut, O'Malley? Oh, it is. Didn't he get in off uh, looking uh, for a contender? Yeah, and that was a great fight. He beat uh, what's his name's guy, Edmonds kid, who was supposed to be really good. But uh, I think Tarion can beat him. I do think Tarion can beat him. He's got to fight a really good fight. He's got to not get caught. They obviously, I think, are trying to push O'Malley as a star. They're giving him Tarion because they think they can make a poster out of Tarion. But Tarion's a guy who's had, what, 30 fights? He's had a lot of fights. I don't know. And O'Malley's trying to get into his head on Twitter of like, this dude can't pop a grape with his punches and he's not going to strike with me. He'll be looking for takedowns immediately. No, that's always working for striking. And Tarion's like, dude, you think I don't know how to fucking swing, man? Like, let's see what happens. But Good. supposedly, he's their co-main event, which is and then, uh, a little strange. Joe Soto's taking on Brett Johns. Brett Johns, undefeated kid from Wales. We had him on the podcast. He fought one whole cock. Yeah, he beat, he beat one whole cock. He's beat everybody so far. And Soto has been the, the spoiler. The key, and now he's all of a sudden beating these undefeated kids. But I think John's got him. John's is tough. He's tough. He's undefeated. I think he takes Soto. Um, also, uh, this week, obviously, we got, we got some great cards this week, the great fights this week. Bellator's got an event. Is there a Bellator card this yep. week? Julia Budd is fighting. Oh, the Arlene Blanco and Julia Budd fight? Chris Honeycutt fights. Uh, it's a decent card. Yeah, Arlene Blanco. Who's, who's Blanco. Arlene Blanco? <clears throat> she is uh, She's 10 and 6. She's from Australia. I got Julia Budd. Yeah, Isn't I, it for the belt? Yeah. yeah yep, for the Budd's, featherweight title. Julia Budd's been saying she don't deserve a title for it. <coughs> she probably doesn't. I mean, the, I, the belt, I don't even know what belt. They don't have anybody. Belt are so weird how they market the women. Take that belt when you can get it. I it's, mean, they need to have a tournament for girls. Who's Honeycutt fighting? I forgot. Isn't uh, it, Honey, da- is it David Rickles now? No, he's a, uh, Rafael Lovato Jr. Oh. And then Saturday night, uh, that's the big night. Uh, let's talk about some of the fights on this one. So uh, Amanda Cooper that. versus Angela Magana. Uh, Cooper's three and three. Magana is eleven Magania and eight, but, but she has lost five in a row, uh, and everyone hates her. But I hope Magana gets the win. I, I don't know Amanda Cooper. She seems like a sweetheart, but there's something about Magana that's just fun. She's such a good heel, and she's just 
I don't know. I've hung out with her, and she's kind of insane. But, yeah. but you end up, in some way, liking her because she says whatever's on her mind, and it doesn't matter what's on her mind, she's going to tell you. And there's something kind of pure about a person like that. I know that, yes, she does shit that pisses people off. She has to stop instigating Cyborg because everybody's going to hit her. That's she, what I'm worried about. She's going to sue. Because and, per a little inside information, she Maganya might get tagged up before that fight even begins because Cyborg's <laughs> on her way to Detroit. Well, listen, if you make a meme about someone and you're a pro fighter and they're a pro fighter and they punch you, you can't really sue, I don't think. I mean, I know you can. So then but how do you feel about the Colby Covington boomerang situation? Well, it depends shit? because Colby's, what Colby's saying is Verdum came up to him and just cracked him in the middle of the street and then, and then threw a boomerang at him. And he's saying that actually the boomerang hit him so hard that he got a concussion and that's why he did those homophobic things that came out of his mouth. He didn't know what he was saying. The that's boomerang his, hit him in the neck. I don't think that's what happened. But, I, but if, 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 if someone just comes up to you and you're a heavyweight of the world, former champion, and you punch a 70-pounder in the face, I don't think you should sue, but you have a lot better case than you're making a meme about somebody. For sure. And then, so that's, that's not the same situation. If... You know, if what happened was he said, hey, man, you're a filthy animal, and the other guy throws a boomerang at you, and then you sue, that's ridiculous. Okay? Don't call people filthy animals. Don't call an entire, you know. So I don't know what happened. If Colby's telling the truth, I think he has a better case. That being said, Maganya has good jujitsu, okay striking, but she's got to get the win uh, because if she's going to get cut, I think, if she loses, she has to. Oh, yeah. Um, but she almost beat the karate hottie. In that first round, I was there. She caught her with an armbar that was deep, almost finished it, uh, but didn't. Almost doesn't count. So, Felice Herrick. Her career path would have been a little bit different at this so, point. Felice Herrick fighting Courtney Casey. Uh, should be a good fight. Casey's looked really good her last couple fights. Casey's tough. Good girl, soccer player, strong. But Felice is looking better than ever. Yeah, yeah, she's finally on the rise, and you know, after her last win, she said at the presser, you know, it's not just about a pretty face, you gotta go out there and fight, and I've never felt better, and you know, I'm gonna put it all out there, I want that belt before it's time to end it. Speaking of which, you know, what Amanda Nunez said recently, the UFC doesn't promote me because I'm not blonde and pretty, and I kind of agree with her, because she's the champion, she's dominant as fuck, I mean, she's knocked out Misha Tate in one round, Rousey Rousey one round. I mean, she's, she's a tough, tough girl. She's a lesbian, uh, which they don't have. They don't, it's it's a, a gay champion. They could be doing a lot more with that market. And she should be the face of, of, of women's MMA right now. I think the problem is also they have a logjam in the division because they don't know who the hell to give her. Everybody, all the 35 contenders have lost and gone up to 45 or dropping to 25. Do we need a Shevchenko third match? No, I don't think so. And she wants to drop to 25. Holly Holmes up at 45. Now, who's left? Because that, that beat McMahon, Sarah. Um, and beat Ashley, that Brazilian girl. She's undefeated. Uh, she's decent. She's good. Which uh, one? Yeah, he's got to keep throwing contenders. <laughs> but, but the point is that she should be promoted more yeah she, she should, should be been on, on the card at the end of the year too uh, she should be on dr Phil, whatever they need to do and their pr person of inspiring women she does she does it she's a girl that came from nothing and seems like a nice girl you don't hear about her jumping over cages and punching mark goddard and uh getting into bar fights Not, nothing bad about her she's a sweetheart yeah she doesn't speak english that's that's the problem the english barrier but and, and you know whatever uh so all right so david tamar is fighting dracar close should be a good fight, right? Anything about those guys? Nope. CB? 
Uh, Drakkar's out of the MMA lab in Arizona, trains with Ben Henderson, Mackenzie Dern. He's had, I think, one or two fights in the UFC already. But David Tamer was on Connor's team of the Ultimate Fighter, Connor vs. Uriah. He's also the one that told Cody, you better watch your boxes because oh, right. I'm going to fuck you. Yep. Um, that guy. It's a striker's matchup, man. It's, it's a striker's matchup, but I think Drakkar is going to be too crafty for David Tamer. Uh, Alex Oliveira's taking on Yancey. I hope Yancey wins. I like Yancey. Uh, that's my friend. Uh, he's, a, he's a cool guy. He's a fucking he's a 209 guy. And he's a guy, look, uh, Alvarez ranked, Yancey's not, but Yancey's a guy that's always in every fight. And he's, he's those Hawaiian kids. There's something different about Hawaii. The Hawaiian fighters, it's like they just, they grow up fighting, which is crazy because it's the most beautiful place in the world. Like, I can see if you grew up fighting in, I don't know, Alabama Stockton. or Stockton. But in Hawaii, you go there, you're in a good mood. There's naked people everywhere. It's, Beautiful women. It's cats running around. Yeah, but they come out of the womb swinging ones and twos. It's something. It's crazy. Uh, Charles Oliveira is taking on Paul. Naked people and cats. Nice. What? Naked people and cats. Yes, that's Hawaii. Uh, Charles Oliveira is taking on Paul Felder. Uh, I like a, this fight. I like this fight, too. They're, they're really pushing Paul Felder as an announcer. He's doing a pretty good job, too. Uh, Wasn't Al- it originally Iaquinta and Felder? Yeah, yeah. Al, Al got hurt again. Yeah, he has injured his, um, his leg while showing a his house. His realty license? Yeah, so... <laughs> But yeah, don't cut my fucking joke, fucker. Uh, so yeah, so that should be a good fight. Felder's a guy, though, also sometimes comes up short in, in, these, in these big ones. Uh, I, I think Felder's too much for Oliveira. I think Oliveira has to get it to the ground and be super, super like precise in everything he does because one mistake and Felder's going to take his head off. So uh, where is, by the way, this is ridiculous. I can't believe uh, this, this girl. It's, it's annoying. I'll, I'll text her right now. I, I actually spent all night watching. You know, the thing is, like, you spend all night watching these people's fights. You can't wait to talk to them. And then they fucking don't pick up the phone. It's fucking bullshit, right? It's annoying. Um, we've, had, we've had it happen. Uh, we've had it happen quite a bit here. He, he actually called me. We definitely need some uh, guests to pick me? up. But no, no, he called me. Uh, Don Fry? Yeah. We should. All right, yeah, we're going to call Don Fry right now. Cool. <laughs> I got my mustache ready for him. All right, hold on, let's see. Yeah, Don Fry. There's a guy who's a, who's a. Now there's a guy. I'm sorry, Snoop Dogg. I know you know blah blah blah. He should be doing commentary on these contender series. Don Fry. What, what are we doing here with this? Uh, he's, he's busy trying to get a date with Kat Zingano. No, Misha Tate. No, that. most recent was Cat. Really? He left her a note at the Legacy Fights in Arizona at her station when she went in to interview one of the fighters. Yeah. And when she came back, it was his name, his number, and like a love note trying to get her to go on a date with him. Yeah, I think, I think Fry, I mean, I guess you got to just, just keep, keep trying, right? Um, hey, why the fuck not? You're Don Fry, you're Hall of Famer. One of the baddest motherfuckers ever. Does he, why not, not? Does he not have FaceTime? Uh, I don't think he knows what FaceTime is. He, he might have it, yeah. Hold on. How do we uh, do it on there? I probably can't. I can't do very much with that. No, I'm saying, can we put... Let's see if this works. So uh, we're going. Yeah, give me his... Uh, sure, hold on. Any of his numbers. See if he picks up. Don Fry. I love that you have to classify his uh, number as the new number. Oh, since yeah, he yeah. changes his number once every like, three <laughs> weeks. Yeah, well, I, th- I think he like forgot his own number. That's the thing, dude. My, my wife was in uh, urgent care. She's okay, obviously. But she didn't even know my number. They were like, what's your husband's number? And she didn't know it. Like, her phone was died. Like, people don't even... That's my wife. My wife didn't have my number. It's, it's because... I think it's because, like, contacting people is just so easy now that you don't have to remember numbers. I think it's like millennials. They just don't remember anything, man. 
Uh, they don't have to. I know, I know everything's done. It's like nobody knows how to parallel park because everywhere you go has valet. It's I know, like, but when I was a kid, we did like uh, directions. Remember fucking, we had to have maps. Remember, yeah, Thomas Guides. Thomas that Guides. That giant fucking binder of maps that you have to first find the page where you are. Oh, yeah, I remember it. Before GPS, how did anybody get anywhere? And you know, back when there was no cell phones, you know, you had to like write a girl's number on a piece of paper and on a napkin. You had to have a pen with you. You know how much blown pussy I got? You had to wait until your mom and dad were off the phone. Uh, yeah. I got so many missed chances because I lost a number or it was the wrong number, coincidentally, every time. But I, I, I'm saying. <laughs> Pizza Hut, yeah. National Rejection Hotline. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I know the girl that started that. Chelsea Peretti, actually. That was her thing. Wait, you, the comedian? Yeah. She started the National Rejection Hotline? Yeah, you've been rejected. That, that, was, that was her. I thought that was like way before she even started it. No, I, she, she, was, she was newer. We, we, me and her were in a... Uh, like a, a student film together. I like her on Back Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, she's sleeping, sick in bed. I got really sick from seafood I had. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay. Um, you want to do it next week? <coughs> okay, so Tatiana Suarez, I'm sorry. I was really, I was sleeping. I was, I've been really, I've been in, sick in bed today. I got really sick from seafood I had. Okay, you want to do it next week? She's hanging out with Diego Sanchez? Yeah. Really? She, she, I don't think she has a fight coming up. Hope you feel better. All right. But next week, by the way, we have Brittany Palmer in studio. So I uh, just want to let you guys know that. So, okay, well, we got Dotson in like eight minutes. So it's okay. We'll, talk, we'll continue talking about the fights, and then we got John Dotson. So Tisha Torres versus the... Uh, he's not picking up. Um, that Tisha fight is sick. Tisha Torres versus the Karate Hottie. It's a good fight. That's a great fight. Very tough to call. I think Tisha's going to win. I got the Karate Hottie. I got Karate Hottie, too. Really? Yeah. I don't know. But I mean, I'm, I'm biased. Just well, why are you biased? Tisha's too smitten. Hey, Don, it's Adam Hunter. You got five minutes to be on the podcast? All right, we'll call you back in two seconds. All right, so it's Don Fry. Don Fry. Oh man. Okay, so we're calling Don Fry. Since Tatiana, yeah, next week you better. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay, Tatiana. It's okay. Feel better, Tatiana. One second, let's make sure. All right, so that was that. So uh, yeah, so uh, Max Holloway versus. uh, You're skipping quite far. I know. I know. (laughs) Uh, Max Holloway against Aldo. I got Holloway. I got Holloway. Uh, I think I think everybody gives me shit, but I think Aldo's a shell of who he used to be. I think that sometimes you know people get in their heads, and once you get them once, you can get them again and again. And I think that's the case with Aldo. But I think Connor broke him. What? So you know it's my phone call. Um, he's not available for Facetime. He's uh, fuck. Maybe he doesn't have Facetime. Uh, no, he does. He has Facetime. It wouldn't show up if he didn't. Uh, okay, so Fry. All right, pick up from pick up from other number. Nine one seven number. All right, so pick up from nine one seven number. All right, what else is on the card? Eddie Alvarez, Justin Gaethje. Ooh, the coaches uh, face Ooh, off. Uh, I, I love that fight. I got Gaethje though. See, Eddie Alvarez. I feel like five years ago, I think the best Eddie Alvarez beats the best Justin Gaethje. Yes. Prime Eddie Alvarez beats prime. However, oh, yeah. prime Eddie Alvarez probably beats anyone. Yeah, but this version of Eddie Alvarez just gets hit a lot, and I don't know if he beats Gagey. I want him to win. Yeah, Eddie always gets hit a lot, but uh, he, there's been some accumulation over his career. But then, he, but then it's hard to get the guy out. I mean, look at Poirier. 
and he, the guy hit him with a cannon, and he was still in that fight. So, I feel like Gaethje hasn't hit his prime yet either, though. I don't think he's he's gotten up to the, the paramount of where he should be. And I think he's just a tough, rugged, give-no-fucks kid. Um, I think it's a war. I think it... You know, I think they go at it. I doubt either one of them shoots for a takedown. But um, I got Gaethje, and I, I think, think Gaethje I think can Eddie's, finish him. Eddie's definitely going to shoot for a takedown. I hope Eddie wins. I really do. I like Eddie. Uh, and Gaethje, I don't know. So um, my, my heart's with Gaethje Eddie Alvarez. Gaethje can wrestle, too, really good. Oh, I know. I know, but they're both, they're both stand-up warriors. And um, No, but uh, there are some fights where Eddie Alvarez goes and, and goes into wrestling mode. Against Anthony Pettis, he did not go into stand and bang mode at well, all. Against that was, Gilbert Melendez, good decision. He grind, he grind, he can grind. Yeah, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie can choose the grind when he has to grind. You know, Don. Hello, Don Fry. Somebody picked up. It's his horse. Hello, is this Don Fry? Where, where is he? Is this Don? Is the volume up? Yeah. Don Fry. Come on, Don. Are you here? Don. Fuck. I'll try him again. Damn, this has been fucking... <coughs> you also got my favorite fight of the card. What's that? Overeem and Ngannou. Ngannou all day long. That's what I think. Ngannou, Ngannou all day Ngannou long. Ngannou fights Stipe next for the title if they don't make the Kane fight. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Ngannou. Which I don't think Kane deserves. Ngannou's a very marketable guy. Yeah, and a nice guy. He was super cool. I told you, I made fun of him during my comedy show. Then I saw him at the event. He's like, you come here. And he, and he gave me his ticket to sit next to him. Uh, he's a good dude. He's I'd be a scared good, as fuck if he told me uh, to come here. Yeah, after I made fun of him. He put, put me in a headlock. That dude is solid. I never saw anyone like 280 solid. No, nah, he's like a... He's like, like a, a black He's like an wrestler. NFL player or... A, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, that, that's really all I can compare. Like He's like a LeBron James type of build. How do I just call him a regular without <clears throat> FaceTiming from here? Can't do it from there. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. All right, let me try to try this one. You think uh, you think Kane deserves a steep A title shot? Yeah, I do. I mean, who else is he gonna fight other than Ghana or Overeem? Who's that? Kane, Kane deserve? He said. Yeah. They're talking about Kane versus Steep A for UFC 220. That's main cool. event. That's fun. But I just I don't know if Kane gets a title shot after destroying a a broken Travis Brown. And being off for you know a year and a half. If or Travis whatever. Brown yeah, he didn't a, fight the guys, he, f- he like oh, he, he's on. a he's a world beater. He, who, Travis, Travis Brown was really good. He was <laughs> until he Ronda, and then he, then he, now he's. But who but who beat him? Like, everybody. But uh, like who the, the top contenders of the world? The guy uh, the, the, the last guy was like sixty. I like that guy, but he was six. The guy, the Russian what, guy, o, uh, Ozdemir. Or whatever? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's not exactly a world. No, beat. not Ozdemir. No, uh, Vulcan's two hundred five, and he's in a. I, I was there. That guy, right that guy was like sixty it's, years old. It's the older Russian dude, right? Yeah, the old Russian guy. I like that guy. Alp something or something with an, an A. Altikin, no. Uh, Alexei Olenek. Alexei Olenek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, yeah, but that guy's got a crazy good record too. That guy. That guy, yeah, but he's not exactly a world beater, and then neither is. Uh, a lot of the guys, Travis like lost five in a row. Yeah, but Olenek just quit with Walt Harris. Did he really? Yeah, right. Yeah, he he said he got kicked in the face when he didn't, and he called the fight, that, and then he that, lost. That by was TKO. crazy. Dan, that was Dan bullshit. White was super pissed about that. Well, yeah, I would be too. 
Didn't they? Didn't they go to? Is that the fight they went to instant replay and still got it wrong? They went to instant replay. No, they went to instant replay a bunch of times, and they realized that the foot barely grazed the top the of his ear. ear yeah. And Olenek was like, "I can't fight anymore," and they ended up ruling it a TKO for Walt Harris. Oh yeah. It yeah, was yeah. later that night that there was a weird DQ. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was one of them. And to lose to Olenek, who's like 107. I don't know. I mean, that was uh, Curtis Blades. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Walt yeah, Harris. Well, Walt Harris Walt fought. Harris uh, and, uh, he fought another dude that night. Uh, Mark Godbeer. That was Godbeer. the DQ one. But Godbeer. he kicked him right after the ref separated him. All right, is there any way we can call Don Fry right now without... with uh, just, call, just call him on your phone and... And then put it up there? Oh, man. That sucks. Why is he not picking up FaceTime? Does he, does he have an iPhone? Maybe yeah. he, maybe he doesn't want us. Maybe maybe he can't show his face right now. What happened to Maquan, by the way? I, Maquan, I don't know what happened to Maquan. He, he started training with Connor, and then he I don't know what happened to Maquan. Disappeared. Basically, yeah. Are you getting too many blowjobs? Yeah, I don't. I, yeah. All right. So sorry, guys. The Tatiana thing screwed us up a little bit. Which, which, uh, now we got to call Dotson, and then the Fry thing screwed us up. <laughs> Why did you mention Don Fry? Because I always mention Don Yeah, Fry I know, but that fucked up everything, up. dude. Like, cause that now, wasn't my fault. Because I was on I a roll. I don't make the choices here. I was on a fucking roll, and then I got distracted with Don Fry, and now we can't fucking call Don Fry. I don't and now I'm trying to call Don. It's just fucking... I don't make decisions here. This is all Andrew's fault. <laughs> YOLO. All right, hold on. Don Fry, come on, man. Now he's not even picking up. Come I'm on. trying to Google what FaceTime is. All right. Dude, this is ridiculous. All right, so no more, so no, no Don Fry today. Sorry, yeah. gr- sorry to fucking bore you guys in this Craig podcast. No Don Fry, no, no, no Tatiana Suarez. I know. No. Let's do it, Dawson. Let's we'll, we'll just go zero for three. Let's do it next week. Sorry, Don. Man, this sucks. No more. Don't mention Don Fry anymore. Okay. Okay, Craig from New Jersey then. Uh, now just being a fucking idiot. This is why you're not. You're, you're banned again for about four months after this. All right, so we're calling Dawson. Here we go. Um, because we still have to get over. What, 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 what are the fights there on the, on the card? Anything else? 218? Yeah. Pull up the fight card right now. Uh, there was one other main, main, main card. So, UFC 218 fight card. Uh, Cejudo Pettis. Yes, that's oh, what I'm yeah. talking about. Uh, I got Cejudo all day. I'm sorry. I like Pettis. Uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's, that's fire the night written all over it. Um, mm. I, Cejudo at his best is a fucking baller, but then he, he gets in his head a little bit. Um, I'm going to go with Pettis, even though I don't even like the Pettis brothers, but I just, I don't know. Sergio's on the up. and Yeah, he's, he's won his last four. Yeah, Cejudo is... He beat John Moraga, Chris Carriasso. Know, Those are, he's decision, 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 but... Andrew, can you do uh, uh, can you do dots in here? You don't oh, have man. FaceTime, though. Sorry, Fry. I don't think Dotson has FaceTime. Though. Really? Yeah. Motherfucker. All right, so we gotta call John Dotson. I I don't know what I did. All right, so that's that's that. Those those are the fights this week, guys. That's that's what's going on. Um, uh, and then and that tomorrow night spice or uh, by the way. Before I get into any of that, uh, so I've been watching uh, Punisher. What's Punisher? I want to. It's My girl fucking and I are awesome. gonna start it. It looks really? really fucking awesome. It is. It's. It's. Thank God because I almost gave up with Iron Fist. 
I said, you know what? This What's is just Iron not. Fist? Iron Fist was the worst. Daredevil was good. Uh, Luke Flash. Cage was good. I haven't seen. Uh, I haven't seen the Flash. The Flash isn't on that Netflix. Have you seen the new one, The Runaways? No. That, like just came out. What's Marvel that? Runaways. I don't know what it is. I just saw it on uh, Hulu or Netflix last night. I don't remember which. You're one. thinking of Hulu? Yeah, no. But I'm telling you. Punisher. Punisher's badass. I'm in. I gotta watch that. I am. My girl I am and I want are gonna watch it. It's good. It's it's really good. That's, that's the hardest part about being in a relationship. You want to watch your shows, but you gotta wait for the other person. And it goes both ways. But it just sucks because you're like, yeah, I got like eight hours to kill at work today. Why don't I watch the Punisher? Oh uh, wait, my girl wants to watch it. Fuck. Or like Stranger Things. I wanted to binge it, and then we had to wait like two weeks because the only days we get together now are like Sundays. Right. 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 So. I don't have eight to ten hours of free time every day like I used to. Oh, man. I know. It sucks, right? How do you live with yourself? I, I just right. don't. So we're calling John Dodson right now. It's a difficult My situation. Man. A guy who got screwed his last fight. Yeah. You know. I had all these, you know, I stay up all night watching Tatiana Suarez fucking fights. I got no respect. Dodson, you better pick up the fucking phone. You're the new Rodney. I do. I really am in so many different ways. Did you see that John Lineker replaced Dominic Cruz against Rivera? Really? Jimmy Rivera and John Lineker at 219. Ooh. Ooh. Except they finished the card, and Barboza Cobby was the co-main. And Ooh. the main event is Holly Holm and Cyborg. You fucker. <laughs> All right. Fuck yeah, it. How do you feel about that? For the year-end UFC pay-per-view... The main event is Cyborg and Holly Holm. They couldn't get another title fight together for it. They will. Something's going to happen. No, they've, offic- they've made official Kabi Barbosa co-main. But they're going to like put CM Punk in there or something. They're going to put Brock Lesnar's kid. They, they can't do that. Hey, John Dodson. Turn it up. How are you, man? You're on the MMA Roasted podcast. The speaker's at the bottom. Uh, what's go- yes, how are you doing? How's everything? Uh, everything's going great, man. Just Oh, uh, nice. Last time I talked to you, it, it was Black Friday. I called you up. You were shopping with the two kids. What did, what did you get them? Uh, anger, frustration, and a whole lot of just, like, broken heart. Real nice. Um, and, we got, and we got a lot of toasters. Oh, there you go. Now, do you, now, do you go tanning in those toasters or, or, or no? Now, so, um, now do, you, do you wear the kids' hand-me-downs, or is that how it, <laughs> how it works? So, now they were my hand-me-downs. Nice. Oh, uh, get into it right now. Yes. They all my clothes. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's... Uh, now, by the way, how, how old is your, your uh, newest one? Uh, she's two. Man, so you have, you have a t- two-year-old, and then how, how old the other one? Uh, he's five. Oh, that's so cute, man. So cute. And they're, they're a mix, because you're half black, half Filipino. Your wife is white, right? So there, that means oh, that... She's Hispanic. Hispanic. Uh, from where? What, what type of Hispanic? Uh, she's from Spain. Oh, that, that, that type. That's a very good type. Uh, so, yeah, so the kids are like a beautiful mix of, of everything. They got Filipino, black, Hispanic. It's, it's, you're adorable. So uh, good work. Good work, good work. Now, uh, let's talk about your last fight. Your last fight. Here's what I, here's what I thought happened, okay, against uh, Marais. You were winning that fight. You were doing great. All of a sudden, the guy hits you in the kicks in the balls. Okay, then you get annoyed. Then, then he, like... I poked you, uh, then you know, and then that sort of changed the event of the fight, where you were kind of then looking for the knockout versus like throwing lots of different punches. Is that kind of what happened? See, what happened was like I kicked on the balls, I was already throw up, and then I went to full aggression mode, and I hated it. I hated that dude. I was looking for the knockout, but they told me if I got kicked, if I would have threw up inside the octagon, I get TKO. 
Who tells you that? The ref. The ref tells you that during during the fight. That's a new rule. No, he told me that in the locker. He goes, yeah, any type of bile comes out of your system. Ah. Uh, Vomiting, pe- uh, shitting, and peeing. I had not If I throw up, that counts. He goes, yeah. I was like, oh, hell no. So I was afraid to move forward because I was like, check the balls again. Yeah, I saw how close I was about to throw up that first time. The second time, everything went on my system. Ah, uh, man. Talk about changing a game plan. So that negates wow. that negates getting kicked in the balls. If you get kicked in the balls and you throw up, it's automatically a TKO, even though you were illegally fouled? Dude, that's what I heard. I was like, eh, I'm not even going to risk it because I'm not going to argue it. Like, yeah, you threw up. Yeah, they kicked me in the nuts. But well, you lost. You threw up. But like, how did that even work? Uh, <laughs> so do you think that... Now, so after that, you were kind of like, let's get this fight over with. Let's knock him out and leave. Now I still think you won, even though that happened. I still, I still think you won the fight, or at least it was a draw. Um, is that how you? Is that how like you saw it? I saw me winning the fight. <laughs> they actually told me I lost because I didn't get enough takedown. And if you like to look at the that report, I got all the takedowns. Fuck, who told you that? The judge. Ah, oh, come on. The judges told me that, and I was like, really? What and position are they in? Oh, God. Now, now it's got to be frustrating for you because you're so good, and you, you, you knocked out the champion, TJ Dillashaw. Uh, you almost beat um, Demetrius Johnson. I thought it was a very close fight. That first one was like, could have won either way, I thought. Who do you think wins that fight? Between TJ and uh, G- uh, DJ? Yeah. DJ. Really? Why? Uh, if I couldn't beat him, I know DJ can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. <laughs> Do you think he knocks him out? No. Like, Demetrius is very crafty at what he does, and I don't think he's going to be able to hit hard enough to go ahead and put away TJ Dillashaw. Dillashaw is very quick to recover. Same thing with Demetrius Johnson. So if, I think I could see him more get submitted than get knocked out. Were you surprised that uh, Cody lost to TJ? I was super surprised. My wife called it though. She was like, "TJ's gonna is gonna knock out Cody." I was like, "No, it's gonna be the other way around." I sure enough lost. I lost that bet. Do you think that happened because, like, I was saying that Cody all of a sudden, you know, he was a three to one underground against Cruz. He wins. All of a sudden, he's the first champ there, or a second champ there, and alpha male. But he gets engaged. He's a star. He's doing all commercials. Life's great. And whereas TJ had nothing. He was just sort of like living in Colorado. All the pressure was on Cody, and it was almost like it was too much, too fast, too soon. Maybe. I think it was just like he had a lot of emotions going into that one fight because he became the champion. He had a teammate. guy was pretty much his brother in arms for the longest time. And then he had to build up a whole, like, random hatred for the guy. Right, right. And so it was kind of just like, for me, in my opinion, it just looked, looked really weird. Now, uh, Aljamain's fighting Morass uh, next week in Fresno. Who do you think wins that fight? Uh, I think Morass uh, will win that one. Now, Aljamain kind of took on your whole team, saying that Jackson's never produced a champion, this and that. I mean, what, what, did you take that personally? Well, I can't really take it personally because that dude's nothing but a troll. <laughs> I called that man out in his face, shot him on the face with a water gun. Uh, I basically called him, talked mad crap to him every time I see the guy. 
And every time it comes to signing on that dotted line, uh, I still imagine we have like I mean, apparently he has like magic ink because it doesn't ever show up ever on the paper. I'll call with Sean like, hey, uh, is that fight with Al Jermaine good to go? He goes, well, we're waiting for him to sign the contract. And every time I hear uh, the words out of his mouth, he's like, I never got anything. I'm like, cool. I know I got. Uh, I know you got the phone call to fight me, and you keep on telling me no. You want to fight everybody else, and he's like, I want to fight someone in the top ten. And sure enough, you want to fight. So nobody, and then that dude got hurt, and then Mariah got the call. Ugh, this is crap. Now, what do you think? Now, what do you mean you shot him in the face with a water gun? Where was this? Oh yeah, so at the UFC retreat, uh, I just thought he was slick because I called him out because of his uh, single to mile rant. I was like, just sign the done line, I'll fight you. Let's, let's fight. Goes, oh yeah, haha, that's funny. Yeah, right. I was like, I'll fight you. I'm not even afraid. We can build up this whole fight, and I'll just knock you out. Goes, ha, ha, ha. So uh, I actually got a water gun, a little script, like. Little sport pistol. Uh, Somebody had handed to me. I'm not gonna say the guy's name, but I loaded that whole water gun in his face. Now was that? Now was he upset because black people can't swim, or, or like what? What exactly? What happened? Well, no, I was just drowning the guy, making sure that he knew he's gonna be in deep waters when he fights me. <laughs> he's gonna be in deep waters. <laughs> that is so fucking funny, man. Dude, I mean, I never heard of anyone trying to get a fight with a water gun before, but uh, you are, you're a first, man. You are absolutely a first. That is so funny, man. Uh, now, how hard would it be for you to make 125? Uh, it be pretty hard for me to make 125 now. I can't, my body can't handle it too much. I wish I could still be down at the weight class. be amazing, but I got pulled from that division because I had killing failure for the last three times, but I accepted 125. Okay, so you get- 125. So you're at 35, but you're a hard out for anyone. I honestly feel like you're right there. Uh, it's got to be frustrating for you. Um, uh, so, so what's up? I mean, are you back in the gym, working hard? Yeah, I'm always back in the gym. Uh, I got suspended for 180 days because I thought I was, uh, we all thought I had, uh, broke my hand because it was the size of a golf ball. But it turned out that I have a really deep bone bruise. So I bruised my hand trying to knock out Marlon. <laughs> Fuck. How's, uh, how's John Jones doing? I haven't talked to him, but hopefully he's doing good. You, he's doing good series, but I've seen Brandon go work out with him, so. I mean, do you think he, I, I don't understand. Like, he was killing everybody clean. Why does that guy need steroids? I mean, do, do you think it was, it was an honest mistake? I don't think he's taking steroids. I'm thinking he's taking uh, a little up or something else to help him perform in, in other places. <laughs> But why he's thirty? He's thirty six years. Why does he need Viagra for? He's thirty six years old. I mean, come he's on. Not even that old. Not even that. Well, I mean, what, what's going on here? I have no idea. The poor man just. I think he just wants to perform at his best all the time. <laughs> You're bullshit. Come on. I don't get it. I mean, you, I mean, the only thing maybe he was doing tons of blow and then couldn't get hard and then took a Viagra for that. But I, I don't. Th- that's my. I don't. Why does he need Viagra for? I mean. What's going on there? It's a mystery to us all, man. It was like frustrated. I was like defending the guy saying that he was clean the whole time and then he did, like got popped. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what in your right mind makes you like have to think that you have to use something? There's no substance in the world other than that stopping you from becoming the champion. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And, even, and it even fucks with Cormier because you look at Cormier now as a champion and then it's like, yeah, he's a champion, but he lost to John Jones. It kind of takes away from him. Even, even in the loss, it takes away from him. It, it yeah. delegitimizes his belt in some ways. Uh, so. Like, what are they going to do? Let him fight for the third time and get, have watched you get beat for the third time? 
Now, we, we were debating, uh, again, who would win, Ben Askren or GSP. Who do you think wins that fight? Probably George, because he has better hands. Mm. Yeah. If you think about it, like, the wrestling is going to be pretty, pretty much similar. Ben Askren's going to sit there and try taking him down the whole time, but we already know George can at least defend a shot and hit him with a thousand jabs. Yeah, I just think that Askren's so smart and he finds a way to win. Not that GSP isn't, though. But uh, now, do you think Gastelum should go back down to 170? My vote is yes. I think so. I just wish the dude can make weight. He's like the Lineker of like welterweight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And by the way, it came out that Lineker is fighting. Lineker replaced Cruz against Jimmy Rivera. Against Jimmy Rivera. Who do you like in that fight? That's another dude that keeps on calling me out saying that they want a top 10 dude and all, but he's got. Dominic Cruz was like, yeah, that's awesome. They fought Lineker. He's getting Lineker now. Jeez, man. Who do you think wins that fight? Uh, I'd have uh, yeah, Lineker to win that fight, tell you the truth. Now, you beat Lineker, right? Yeah. Well, I lost, but we already know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you land 500 punches versus their 100, you still lose. How hard did he hit? Uh, he's the hardest I've ever been hit by, tell you the truth. I mean... It, it was like, I mean, how much, like the levels, but like when you fought, let's say, uh, TJ and he hit you, and when you fought this last guy, Mraz hit you, and Lineker, or explain, DJ. explain to me the, uh, or DJ, the, uh, the, uh, the uh, differences. Well, when I got hit by TJ, I felt like pillows touching my face. <laughs> and then when I got hit, kicked by Mraz, like I had a big old bruise on my, head, on my thigh, and that was it. Lineker left a permanent mark on my head right now because I have a lump there. Wow. Wow. Permanent, huh? <laughs> Yeah, I have to go get it removed. Oh my, god. oh, my God. Now, sometimes when you get hit, you start smiling and laughing. Are you having a fun or are you just a uh, fun? Are you having fun or are you just kind of pretending like, aha, you know, kind of masking that, like, are you really hurt but trying to pretend you're not? No, I'm actually having fun. But the thing is, with my head, I think I'm the fastest man on the planet. And when I get hit in the face with a really good shot, I knew I saw it coming and I watched it hit me in the face. So you're laughing at you're laughing at like yourself basically. Pretty much, I'm laughing at my own stupidity of not dodging. Uh -huh. like, oh, look, oh look, I got I got hit by it. Oh look, <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> right, right. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, Overeem and Ganu this weekend. Who do you like? Man, that one's just a tough one to call because heavyweight all it takes is one punch, and both those dudes can they have that one punch knockout. Like, do you take the rising of the the rising star or like? The, Dude's been on top on pretty much every striking game possible. Like, Nagano is like a freak these days. Yeah. And I can't even sit there saying anything about like bad about the guy. Alistair has like been doing everything he can to to get that title shot, and he wants to get TV again, and this is a shot. Is Alistair? Is he training with you guys? Or is he ever training with you guys, Alistair? Yeah, he's training up for uh, the fight. He came down for the last uh, last two months. Do you think sometimes he gets in his head, where like he? Kind of folds under, like he's not as mentally strong as he is physically? I don't know. Maybe. I think he's just been hit so, so many times he doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Ghana, but you're right. It's hard to count Overeem out because he could kind of out veteran him. But at From the same what I time. Heard, Overeem already said that Ngano tapped. Ngano, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> he already tapped. That's hilarious. Uh, I'll, okay, the, um, the Bellator heavyweight main event, the, the tournament, who do you like? I heard he's. I heard, someone said he's already out of it. That, what? That's what the rumor is, according to CB Gold, that King Mo is going to focus on bare knuckle boxing, and he's out of the tournament. 
Could that be true? Yeah, and Gallard's getting fucking killed in that, by the way. I mean, have you talked to Gallard and told him, listen, you know, th maybe this is not the right thing for you to do? How do you know they're even friends? Are you guys friends? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I heard. This is from CB Gold. But if, but, but if, if, uh, if, if, if King Mo is in the tournament, you have him winning the whole thing? Yeah, he will surprise everybody. I like, I like, the, uh, I like him in the tournament because there's a lot of guys that want to out wrestle him and he wants to sit there and get in their heads and he's quick with that mental game. He yeah. sits there and hits people in their like vulnerable spots and he just picks at it just so he can go ahead and manipulate it the way that he wants it to. He is that WWE type of fighter. Yeah. That picks you apart mentally, and then when you go in there and fight him physically, like he's already won. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a guy with so. Much, I remember when he beat Musasi. And I, I thought he was going to be unbeatable after that. I was like, King Mo. And then he kept getting that spinning back fisted by uh, Emmanuel, Newton. Emmanuel Newton. I was like, oh. He also fought at three weight classes. Yeah. He's a guy that, like, he's got so much potential. I, ho I hope he wins this. I really do hope he wins this. But then also, now Chael versus Rampage. How is Chael? I mean, Rampage is going to come in that fight 260. Easy. 265. Chael's going to be 205 tops. Mm, 220. I mean,. Are they are they letting him take steroids for this one? Are they testing in Bellator? Do they do they well, test over there? Testing because uh, they're not part of USADA. <laughs> yeah, so that's probably why he's doing it. I mean, who do you, you like, Chael or Rampage? I like Rampage. Rampage, like, granted, we already know getting taken down is Rampage kryptonite, but he still has that devastating power. Plus, he's fighting a heavyweight, so that means he don't have to do anything. He's just gonna go in there. Heavy as possible and just throws a mad bomb. Yeah. Rampage already said he's pissed about that matchup. Oh, really? He said he didn't want to fight a wrestler in the first round. Ah, well, whatever. He'd be, any, what matchup is he going to be happy about? <laughs> uh, and then finally, uh, this week, Sergio Pettis versus Cejudo. Talk to me, John. Sergio. Really? So why? Because Sergio has uh, a pretty much an underrated like wrestling game. Everybody like doesn't pay attention to how well his wrestling abilities are in defending takedowns. They just think that him and his brother are similar. But Sergio can actually do a lot more. His technique is a lot faster and his punch is a lot crisper. Yeah, but so, uh, what's the name? Looked great his last fight. Uh, Cejudo. He did, but don't sleep on Sergio. Sergio's going to come out there and hit him a lot harder. A lot harder and a lot faster than what Henry's going to be able to, to deal with. I can't wait. That DJ fight all over again. And then are you going to be in the Karate Hotties uh, corner against Tisha? No. Why not? Oh, that's <laughs> really. She won't let you. She won't let you train with her. That's sexist. No, she would. She just let me. I'm just talking crap. Oh, nice, nice. You guys would have cute kids, but your wife is very cute as well. So, um, yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. Well, listen, Dotson, uh, you're, you're. I. I'm trying to keep my marriage intact. Uh, so far, so good. Any advice? Uh, just she's always right. Really? No matter what's going on, she's always right. Huh. And uh, all right. And he, flowers, flowers always work. And and a very active sex life, right? Yes. I mean, how how often are you and your wife doing it? We're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because me and my wife are doing it like twice a week. Twi is that is that more or less? Three times a week, maybe. 
Same. Hello. Hello. Okay. All right. All right. We won't have to talk about that. Oh, really? Nice. Oh. Dawson the rabbit. Yeah, fucking the, 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 the magician pulls out a rabbit. Well, you've seen his gas tank in a fight. Could you imagine when he's oh, really my God. in I, the bedroom? I, that's, he's probably, you're pro- it's, it's probably like little micro machines going at it. She just got <laughs> pregnant with us talking about it. Yeah, look at you. Two kids already. That's uh, good for you, man. You're, you're a good guy. You're, you're a good guy. I root for you. Uh, who are we calling out? Everybody. Everybody. Same answer every time. Yes. Like if, they need, if they even need me to fight next weekend, let me know. Really? All right. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Love it. Well, thank you, John, and uh, enjoy the rest of your week, man. Oh, you too, brother. Thanks for the call. Anytime. Always love being on your show. I uh, love having you, brother. Bye. All right. That was John Dodson. Had you not heard about that new rule for the TKO if you vomit, shit, or piss? It started after the Justine Kish fight. Really? Yeah. If you sh- if you shit yourself, piss yourself, or throw up in the cage, it's an automatic uh, TKO loss. Wow. Fuck it. That's crazy. Having a, a rule named after you shitting the octagon. Yeah. Well. Uh, all these people have all these do all these great things, and then you shit the octagon, and then they it's make a the rule. It's the Justine Kish rule. Yeah. I like want to make fun of her so many times, but like I I can't. I can't. No. You know who you should make fun of? Who? The person that bought those shitty shorts from her afterward. Yeah, for uh-huh. a lot of money. How do you know? Come on, man. Why? 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 Did they like top your offer? Is that why? You <laughs> it wasn't. I didn't have an offer, but I'm. I'm you would have took them. I've got my pe- sources. People are fucking freaks, man. No, but I am happy with what Dustin Poirier did where he sold his whole fight kit from his last fight. His last two like fights. Eight or nine grand for the family that lost their... Like, I think they lost the father. It was like a firefighter or oh, something. Wow. Yeah, he auctioned it off on eBay and it went up for like eight or nine thousand dollars for the whole fight kit. And he donated it all to the one family. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. So this week, uh, my man right here, Andrew, is commenting on Glory... Glory kickboxing. Is your first kickboxing event you're commenting on? Uh, no, I've done two other Glory events before. Uh, we did the one in L.A., and then we did the one in France. We did kind of like a telecast from L.A., and then this one I'm actually I'm flying out in a couple hours to New York City. Now, I'm confused because it's airing on ESPN3 and Fight Pass. Like, is it, what, and Pluto TV. And Pluto TV. Like, is this everywhere? Is every channel going to be having No, this? so how it works is we'll have the first, we'll have the undercard fights. On Pluto TV. Uh, on Pluto TV, there's a bunch of good local fighters, um, a bunch of guys that fight in like Ring of Combat, some like MMA guys transitioning over. And then uh, there's five fights on uh, UFC Fight Pass. So Tiffany Van Sos actually defends her title on Fight Pass. And then they have, uh, I think it's... Is Kamozi on the, on the fight pass? Kamozi's on the, I think it's on the ESPN port. I think he's part of the tournament. I think he's part of the middle. No, no, he's a, he's a co-main event. He's co-main event? According, I he, I according to the website, a, he's co-main event. But they're also doing a, a tournament as well, a contender tournament. Oh, so, wow. so the way Glory does it, they do like, a, they'll have like a qualifying tournament you got to win. A bunch of guys have to win that tournament. Then there's a, a contender tournament. Whoever wins that contender tournament gets the title shot. I'm looking forward to it. Chris Camosi's got the biggest balls on anybody I know. I mean, the guy taking his first kickboxing fight, I think, in glory on co-main event. And he's just a guy, though, like, I remember he told me, he, back in the day, he's like, if the UFC cuts me, I'm going to fight every week in someone else's hometown. He just loves fighting. Well, similar and, to his teammate, Dustin Jacoby, who had uh, kind of a up-and-down MMA career, transitioned yeah. to glory. He actually didn't do very well in glory for a while. He went, he went like one in five, and then he went on a crazy tear. They fought Simon Marcus twice. Good for, for him. Title. I, 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 I was in WSOF in the early days. And you know, Kamozi's yep. weakness has been wrestling. 
so now he finally can get into a fight with him of wrestling. So uh, I'm excited about that. Or it's good. <laughs> uh, yeah, the jujitsu is the thing that really kills him. Jujitsu, yeah, and then, right, and then also, um, uh, so then uh, December eighth, uh, Invicta, uh, Maya versus Ned Weds or something. Nujovic, uh, I think it's Nujovic. Nujovic, is that what's going Something on? Something like that. I'm probably wrong. I'm probably off a little bit, but yeah, it's Jennifer Maya, and I think her name is Agnes Nujovic. And then, uh, and then in Fresno, uh, Eric Anders. There's a guy, your boy. There, UFC is sleeping on. This dude is eight zero with eight knockouts. We had him on the podcast. He is a monster, and he played college. That's the Fresno card, right? He played college football, I think, for Alabama. I think he's a national champion. And this dude is a monster. I remember when Kelvin said he needs an oppo- opponent, he goes, I'll step up and fight. Like, he's just a, he's a guy that, like, he's... What weight class is he? He's middleweight. Oh, okay. He is a beast. So say give him Vince Pichel. He's knocking fools out. Uh, so, yeah. So then uh, also on that card, Scott Holtzman taking on Daryl Horcher. Jason Knight is back uh, against, I like the, the kid. Gabriel Benitez. Yeah, is he any good? Um, yeah, I think he's off of uh, Tough Latin America, if I'm not mistaken. But I think Jason Knight is just scrappy. Pick Diaz, I like him. Pick also, Diaz. also Cub Swanson versus Brian Ortega. That's going to be a good fight, man. I think this is a fight for who gets who could get Holloway next if Edgar's going to be out for a, a while. That's a tough fight for a Cub. I think Cub can win, but Ortega is. Although I was at the fight, Ortega's last fight in L.A. I thought he was losing the fight, and then then he came back and won against Guida. Was right? he against no against Clay? Against somebody, it was at that fight was too. You were at that one, one. yeah. That and I was it. at the other one with uh, with Jones versus um, Cormier too. Yep. Yeah, Tony. And, and he fought somebody, and the guy was winning. And I was sitting with his manager, who's the guy from uh, his manager is the guy from uh, RFA, uh, LFA, Brazilian guy, Soros, Ed Soros. Oh, Ed Soros. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was, I thought he was losing that fight, but Ed, Ed didn't see it that way but he came back and won and I was like it doesn't matter if you're losing I guess if you come back and win uh, so that, that's, the, that's the Fresno card uh, I'm excited though I'm happy for Cub hopefully he makes a lot of money because uh, you won't find a better guy than Cub Swanson last, uh, Ortega's last opponent was Hanato Moicano who was they said was a wrecking ball at, in the division and then yeah Ortega was able to finish him with the guillotine but it was close I thought he lost it the first was. two rounds I honestly thought he, I, that's what I thought but sometimes like there have been fights that I've watched that I'm like, oh, this guy, and then I'm wrong. I'm you like, also got to take into effect that uh, Ortega had a really tough cut, the last one. Um, I saw him in his room, I think it was like two days before weigh-ins, and he was just like, just so, he looked pale. Why were you in his was, room? I was bringing him some images that I had that he wanted copies of. You so. didn't guess what he wants to see? The guy can't even move? He's a weight cut? He told me in? to bring him the day before, I so know. I brought him. And his coach took me up to his room. Look at you. It's okay. I dropped him off and left, man. I'm just saying he looked All famished. Right. and Yeah. He's got, he'd get, he has a tough cut usually. Mm. Yeah. How, what's the most you ever cut, Andrew? Weight-wise? Yeah. Uh, I cut like almost I cut like 25 pounds in a week for... Uh, my fought Pat Aldenwood. Yeah. Maybe 26, 27 pounds. I still got 18 week of the fight in wrestling in high college, and that was brutal. Yeah. Every week. There was, there was, there was two college. weight cuts. Oh. Everybody's partying. Oh, I, lo- I was getting so much pussy time. before. I loved it. I was having fun. Then wrestling starts. And then I got acne. They shaved my head because I was a freshman. And, and then I couldn't move, and I had to lose 18 pounds a week. Wait, why'd they shave your head? All freshmen had to get their head shaved. And I was like, you're not t-. I had like this long, thick hair. And like it was really cool. It was fucked up. I know. I was like, "You're not shaving my head. I'll quit for you." Guys. And then finally, they like 
convinced me I was the last one. They came to my room and they're like, sort of, well, it was a whole thing. Anyway, so uh, this Friday night, I'm in Mesquite, Nevada at the Casablanca Casino this Friday. Saturday night, I'm at the Laugh Factory in Hollywood. Uh, it's a great, great lineup. Uh, Greg Fitzsimmons is on the show. Uh, uh, Brett Ernst. It's a, a solid show. Uh, next week, next uh, Wednesday night, I'm at the Standard in Fresno. So if you're coming out for the fight next week and you're in Fresno, come see me in Fresno. Uh, then I will be uh, Ventura, California at Grapes and Hops. Uh, and then the week of uh, New Year's, uh, December 25th to January 1st, I'll be in Las Vegas at the Stratosphere Hotel. Uh, if you're going to be there in Vegas, come see me. We'll hang out. We'll do it's a, a show. week of 219, right? Yes, the week the of 219. year pay-per-view. Yes. So uh, yeah, what, what, do you, what do you have coming up? Um, not much, man. Just working, traveling a little bit. I'll be in Vegas uh, Monday night to Tuesday night, the week of the fights. Be going out with a friend of mine. Monte Carlo emailed me. I get a free room there, so I'm kind of excited about that. Going up to Mammoth for New Year's to watch the dogs while my family goes to a wedding that I would not be caught dead at. And um, just working at the shop. If you guys... Uh, you guys want to check out the shop, Graffiti Palace Tattoo, North Hollywood. Check us out on Instagram, Graffiti Palace Tattoo. Um, we got two amazing artists. If you're a local L.A. artist and you have a following, you're looking for a job, come into Graffiti Palace Tattoo. We'll give you a shot, see how you are. Just don't have eyeliner tattooed on if you're a guy because that's weird. And uh, don't sleep on the job and do meth while you're on the clock. Yeah, Andrew, what do you got? Uh, I got, well, obviously Glory Kickboxing this weekend. Uh, that's going to be awesome. And then I think on um, Saturday I'm going to check out uh, local fights, Triton fights. Probably Long Island? Long Island. Then I'm going to probably go to uh, Miguel Cotto's last fight at MSG this weekend too. Wow, look at so you. A lot of nice. three, three fights this weekend I'm going to go see. And then uh, I think I'm going to go to, I'm trying to book a ticket to Japan to go to see Ryzen uh, for New Year's. Wow. Yeah, nice. So, uh, gonna, that's kind of my, my month ahead of me. Is, is Pluto going to cover it? Uh, I have four free flights I have to use before the end of the year, so I don't I don't need them to cover it. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Don't they have nice. the tournament coming up in Ryzen? Yeah, twenty ninth and the thirty first. I, I saw that. Cindy. She's she's getting around because doesn't she have a fight before that? No, she won last weekend. Oh, it was last weekend. Cindy Dandois won her fight. So now she's fighting to chase Rumble. And now she's yeah she's fighting uh, over there. I, I saw her post it, so uh, I, I like her. I like Cindy. Yeah, Mandela. tough chick. Yeah, yeah, she's she's cool. She's good people. Well, listen, guys, uh, thank you for everybody. Uh, this Sunday night, I'm in Tulsa, Oklahoma, with Gerald Harris. He's taping his special, and I am uh, hosting that show. So Where's his special going to be? At the Looney Bin. It's called the Looney Bin Comedy Club. Me and Gerald Harris. Uh, if you want tickets, hit me up. So uh, thank you guys so much, and have a great week. <laughs>